This week on WealthWorks Radio, an exclusive segment about Hurricane Ian recovery and resources. Stay tuned. And now, WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney. Hey, welcome in, everybody. This is WealthWorks Radio. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Joining me today is Joseph Lanza, as always, always and uh, as well as Donna Crone. Um, she is a, a CFP and uh, Joseph, of course, Fiducia. You guys have just got it all together. And I, I really like this. I know last week we started, last week we did the whole show about about what was going on, and, and some of the stories were just heartbreaking. Right. And um, so this is great, and, and because you've got a lot of clients, they're asking questions, uh, you know, how do I do this? What do I do? And that's why Donna's here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we just want to preface, too. We have been so busy through this whole hurricane, and we just want to do this first segment on today's show to kind of preface about what is all the resources and the different things that people are having to go through right now in our area after this hurricane, because it is so overwhelming. So we wanted to give Donna, um, bring on Donna today and let her kind of explain the process that we've been able to help our clients through. Terrific. Let's, uh, let's, so Donna, how are you? You uh, surviving this whole thing? I'm doing great, Steve. All things considered, doing great. Yeah. So, um, all right. Well, I mean, again, to be able to share this information is very important. So let's uh, jump in. What do we need to know? Well, these are coming from questions that we're getting from our clients. And like uh, Joseph had mentioned, we have a lot of clients that we've been helping through this process. So I wanted to address some of these questions on, on the show today and really get that information out to our listeners. Okay. So the first one has to do with when should I hire a public adjuster? Uh, a lot of folks are filing claims right now on their homeowners or flood insurance uh, and so we're getting a lot of questions about when I should bring a public adjuster in. So I did want to address that. The first parameter around bringing in a public adjuster has to do with the, with the size and severity of your claim. If you have light to moderate damage to your home, bringing in a public adjuster probably is not going to be financially feasible. But if you have massive devastation or, or catastrophic damage, uh, you may want to consider a public adjuster. So Donna, let me stop mm -hmm. there. What is a public adjuster and, and what, what differentiates them from some other insurance adjuster? Well, you have two types of adjusters, Steve. You have a uh, adjuster from the insurance company. So if you've called okay. your insurance company and filed a claim, they're going to send an adjuster out that represents the insurance company. A public adjuster represents the homeowner. And that's a key difference there because it also differentiates who is paying for that service. All right. So if the insurance company, their adjuster obviously is, is compensated through the insurance company, but a public adjuster is compensated by the homeowner. Okay. And again, so that must be something that, that is going on relatively regularly because, boy, you know, you look at the videos, this, ugh, this is heartbreaking stuff to see. Yeah, I would say in our area, just about every building, you know, has some degree of damage to it. So, so they are very busy these days. And again, this is why we're getting these kinds of questions. But to go back to when you should call in a public sure. adjuster, uh, again, if the claim is large and severe, um, if working with the insurance company is just too stressful for you to handle, or if you've had a poor claims experience in the past. Now, uh, one thing that folks should be aware of is that typically a public adjuster receives compensation from the homeowner, and it's usually 10% of the total claim that they receive. So it can be, you know, if you have uh, catastrophic damage that can be several hundred thousand dollars, that could actually end up being quite a chunk of money that the homeowner would be responsible to pay. Yeah. Um, but uh, in comparison, public adjusters sometimes can get a higher settlement from the insurance company. So that's why we say with larger cases or larger claims, that's when it would be beneficial maybe to go with a public adjuster. Uh, and to find one, we recommend that you go to the National Association of Public Insurance Adjusters, and they have a directory there of vetted public adjusters that uh, they can direct you to in your specific area. Well, I would guess there'd be some shady characters out there trying to do that, huh? Yeah, every business has them, right? <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Of course. All right, so uh, th that's good to know, and we'll, let's continue. 
Um, another point is signing AOB contracts, which is a assignment of benefits. So uh, right now you have a lot of contractors that have flooded the area, some of them going door to door, and they'll ask you sometimes to sign this contract in order to get the work facilitated or get it going. We never recommend that you sign an AOB contract because basically what you're doing is you're signing over your insurance benefit to that contractor. And although that contractor may be reputable and that may be okay, in a lot of cases they're not and you've just forfeited your insurance money. So definitely avoid the AOB contracts. Uh, another question that we get quite a bit has to do with FEMA. Um, and so what I would say to people is to go to the website, disasterassistance.gov, uh, and because that is the, the clearinghouse for all the resources that are available through the federal government. So even if you don't apply or even if you don't uh, are not eligible for FEMA assistance, you may be eligible for other programs like SBA loans, low interest SBA loans. And in order to apply for those loans, you still have to go through the FEMA website, disasterassistance.gov, and file so that you get a case number. And then that case number carries over to any loan application that you would be applying for through the government. And the SBA right now has some some great programs that are set up. And what they're really designed to do is to close that gap between the actual cost to have your home repaired or your business repaired versus what the insurance company is going to provide for you. Um, one other area, uh, and people may not be thinking about it just yet, but this is the time to start to prepare for that, and that is the tax implications of being in a federally declared disaster area. And I can tell you just about all of our listeners here in Southwest Florida are going to be in that area that's been declared a federal disaster. And what that does, Steve, is that it triggers two things. The first thing that it triggers is an extension of tax deadlines. So if you were supposed to file your 2021 taxes, the the deadline to file was actually October 17th, 2022. But because we are in that federally declared disaster area, that's going to extend the deadline now to February 15th of 2023. So you've gotten about a four month extension to file your 2021 taxes. Note, however, that does not apply to any tax payments that you might have owed for 2021. Those still would have been due on April 17th of 2022, but um, but the actual filing of your taxes has been extended now into next year. There's a couple of other tax deadlines uh, specifically to, for businesses when they file their quarterly uh, tax returns and their payroll reports. Those two have now been extended into January and February of 2023. The other area um, is uh, there is an increased probability now of taking additional deductions on your taxes. Again, this is going to be for damages and repairs to your home that were not reimbursed or covered by insurance or by FEMA or by anybody else. And so I would encourage uh, our listeners to keep track of what you're spending, keep receipts, and when you go to file your taxes for 2022, you may find that you are eligible for additional tax deductions because of that federally declared disaster declaration. Wow, I didn't realize that that opened up so many doors. And really, it could be beneficial, I guess, to, for folks to pay attention to those kinds of things. Absolutely. And uh, in addition to being in a federally declared uh, um, disaster area, there is also some changes to our property taxes in this area. Now, this is going to be on a county by county basis. But generally speaking, uh, your there is an extension right now for those of us that are in these affected areas on our property taxes uh, that were due coming up now. They're now due on January 1st, 2023. And what they are going to be doing in the state of Florida is uh, after election day, getting the legislature together and they're gonna try to come up with some property relief package, property tax relief package. Uh, and they need until the end of the year to do that. So they have extended the deadline in most counties for your property taxes being due until January 1st, 2023. Uh, so that gives us some time to work on that. And I would encourage 
um, any of our listeners to uh, check in with the website for their tax assessor um, or their tax collector in their respective county. Uh, because that uh, those updates will be posted pretty regularly there. They also have, I know Lee County, for example, has some great resources too on specific situations like handling the taxes on a mobile home, for example. Mm-hmm. And there's some great resources there for folks. Well, I hadn't even thought about taxes after all of this, but they they play a key role, don't they? They do. And there's a lot of opportunities here that people can take advantage of. I mean, we've been through this horrific event and like I said, the, 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 the damage around here really ranges from minor to catastrophic. But again, we get a lot of questions from our clients. We've been helping them through this entire process. And I, we really thought it would just be beneficial to share this with our listeners, uh, who, you know, right now maybe, maybe thinking more about how am I going to get my roof fixed and not so much worrying about, you know, filing their taxes, but making them aware that there is going to be some relief coming and they may be eligible for some of that relief. Yeah, boy, that's, that'd be a good boy. If there was any, uh, you know, light at the end of the tunnel, that could be it. Exactly, exactly. Well, Donna, I mean, this has been great information. Like I said, I'll put all of the links in the uh, podcast and the notes in the podcast so you can find out there if you, if you didn't get it here. But let's just go over those. Uh, let's mention both websites again. Uh, for FEMA, disasterassistance.gov. Uh, and that is, uh, like I said, it's your gateway. So even if you're not applying for FEMA assistance, you still need to go through the application so you can apply for SBA loans. Um, and I believe the other website that I mentioned uh, is the National Association of Public Insurance Adjusters. If you are looking for a public adjuster to assist you with your claim. Okay, great. Well, like I said, we'll have that. Donna, this is great. And, and for you guys, you know, that retirement wealth to be reaching out and and making all of this stuff available to your clients and really now to everybody uh, that's very i don't know you're just stand-up guys and gals that's uh, i really appreciate what you're doing and people that i've told that you're doing that they just think oh my gosh this is this is how america should be well thank you Stephen. i mean we went through the storm too so we know how overwhelming it can be and that's why we wanted to be you know go a little bit above and and offer this to our clients and make sure that they're getting the help that they need because it can sometimes feel like even your own insurance company or the agent like we talked about last week is not even helping you it's like hey you got to call this number yeah do this and it's like you know excuse me that that's not really helping you at all you know it's like in the the time that you need them the most they're not there Mm -hmm. and um we just want to be be the the difference in that well i think you are making a big difference and uh donna is uh, thank you so much for for uh, taking the time to talk with us today i really appreciate it Thank you for having me, Steve. And, uh, well, let's talk soon. Folks, if you'd like to give us a call, it's 800-779-1942. We are going to take a quick break right now. Come back and continue our conversation right here on WealthWorks Radio. Next up on WealthWorks Radio, if you're working with an advisor or you're a do-it-yourselfer, it's important to have a good understanding of the strategies being used to help you get to retirement. On today's show, some investing strategies for retirement. Welcome back, everybody. This is WealthWorks Radio on Consumer Advocate Steve Sorrell. Joining me today, Joseph Lanza. Uh, Donna Crone was here in the last segment helping us uh, understand and how to reach various people in the, you know, the throes of the recovery and repair that's going on down there. Eric is uh, otherwise engaged as well. I mean, he's out there doing stuff. Uh, but Joseph's here, and, and we're just going to talk a little bit about you know, investing in retirement. And I, I guess it's never too late to talk about that. Yeah, we're going to get a little bit back to our regularly regularly scheduled broadcast, if you will, sure. um, with it coming out of this hurricane. But yeah, it's time to start talking a little bit more about the investments in retirement um, and a little bit of some do's and don'ts for our listeners out there. Sure. Well, the first do is a philosophy. Do you have a philosophy on, on investing in retirement? You have to. Everybody's is going to be a little bit different, but in order to correctly invest in retirement, you really have to have a philosophy. And a philosophy is can be nothing more than even a game plan or a blueprint. And the way I like to look at it is if you're a war general and you don't have a game plan for the battle you're about to go into, you're probably not going to be a war general for very long. Or if you're a general contractor without a blueprint, you're probably not going to be have a job for very long as well because any job that you have and that you 
need to complete. You need to have a plan for how you're going to do that. And especially with something like the stock market, how volatile that is. Nobody can guess what's going to go on with, with the stock market. It can, it's like, you know, a wrench being thrown at you every single week. So you need to have something in place that's going to tell you, okay, if this happens, here's how I'm going to react. That way you're not just reacting based off of your emotions. You're actually going according to a plan. And you want to make sure that, that it's a plan that you know is going to work for you. Maybe a time tested plan which we provide for a lot of our clients here. Mm -hmm. One of the other things. So, okay, we've got the basic philosophy down, but that philosophy needs to evolve uh, with us as we get closer to retirement. And that could mean some significant changes in that plan, which is what you're talking about right now. Right, because as we get older, thing, you know, our risk tolerance is going to change. We might need more or less money how we view the market is all going to change. So that is all tied into your philosophy and how you actually end up being invested. You know, it's like the rule of thumb saying the older you get, the more conservative you should be. Maybe you're setting up different income streams for yourself. Whatever that is, your philosophy has to be able to evolve because the one thing I'll tell you, Steve, is what we see a lot is when people come in with their portfolios, a lot of them, we, we end up telling the people a lot of the same thing. And that's, this is an irrelevant portfolio, meaning this worked 10 to 20 years ago. But it's not working today, just like bonds, right? With the current interest rate environment, that's not working. There's a lot of mutual funds out there that are, you know, you have to pay so many, so much fees to get in these mutual funds, and they're just not performing like how they used to, except, but people are still in them. Their advisor still has them in these mutual funds. And it's the same thing like with your philosophy. It's like, this is an outdated philosophy. You need to have it be evolving with the market, just like, you know, interest rates are changing. So your portfolio should be changing with that. Don't be stuck in the same bond funds if you know interest rates are going up. Your bond funds are losing so much money right now. Sure. And it's important that you have that keep evolving because, you know, it's either you evolve or, you know, if you don't evolve with the change, then it's like either adapt or you die. Exactly. Well, yeah, or you sink or swim, right? I mean, yeah, well, I mean, whatever, however you want to call it, right? <laughs> exactly. 800-779-1942. That's the number you can call if you'd like to set, a t set up a time to come on in and talk about it. So we're, we're talking about some um, things to do and uh, maybe some things not to do. So here's a not to do. Don't question your plan during volatility. And boy, it's our nature to do that, isn't it? Exactly. I mean, volatility can really make us question everything, right? Mm -hmm. We have to look at history. We have to look at the past and, and what the market has done. And we're basing our philosophy off of that. We know that there's three guarantees in the market, right? You know, the market's going to either go up, go sideways or go down. So how can we make sure that you're still achieving success in either of those three markets? And we can build your philosophy around that. And we also want to plan for the volatility that we're having in the market in your plan so that way when this happens it's not so much of a hiccup right it can be an emotional roller coaster for sure um you know it's it is that way for a lot of people whoever you are um but we're still planning for that and making sure that we have the right moving parts in order to take advantage of that or maybe protect your downside risk in the current markets that we're having and again here's another don't for you um ex don't expect your plan to outperform the market and again i think that's a wish that we all have but it's not something we can count on. Right. So a lot of people will always ask, you know, say, well, what should I compare my my plan to? And it's kind of just like how you are with yourself. If, you, if you're still working a career or or maybe you're on a fitness journey and you're, you're constantly comparing yourself to people. And I think this, this is what I think about what's happened in the last 10 years is social media has made us compare ourselves to so many people that we don't even know. And we don't, you know, we're looking at their fake life that they're putting out on social media. Right. And it's making us so self-conscious about ourselves. But we really should just be comparing ourselves to how we were either six months or or a year ago. Or in this case, you know, when you're looking at your portfolio, compare your, your portfolio's performance to the plan. How did you plan for your portfolio to perform? And if you didn't have a set number in the plan, then you really didn't have the correct philosophy because you should be planning for an expected rate of return. You should know what indexes that you could compare to, right? I mean, if you're if you have no stocks in your portfolio that are in the NASDAQ and you're mad that the NASDAQ beat you, does that really make sense? Right? It's like, you're not, why are you comparing yourself to the NASDAQ? None of your portfolio is even invested in it. Right. So, you, you know, you want to make sure that you're comparing apples to apples with this. But the main thing I want to let people know too is never compare your performance to your brother's performance, your neighbor's performance, or who you see on TV, what, what their one stock pick did, right? Yeah, right. Because whatever people are vocally telling you what their performance is, most of the time they're not going to share their losers. It's just like social media, right? Everybody shows the good side of their life and nobody shows all the bad days that they have. 
And again, that's that really makes a lot of sense, Joseph. And one of the other things uh, we want to do is keep your biases in check. Now, that's important because I think a lot of us end up with a particular stock, say that maybe it's company stock and we're very attached right. to it. There's an emotional attachment. Mm-hmm. And we can sometimes really lose big just because of that emotion. And we got to keep that, in, like you said, keep it in check. Yeah, a lot of times we see that people, even their their parents may have owned a certain company and mm-hmm. they want to have a part of that. But that company has not really grown with the times. They're not really evolving, right? So we want to make sure that we're not letting that get in the way of what our performance is actually doing. Um, and you also want to, you know, when it comes to news and, and things that you're trying to find out about the stock market, you can twist and turn news to hear whatever you want, especially with how much news is coming out nowadays, right? I mean, you can find an article about why Apple is a horrible stock, and you can also find the same article about why Apple is a great stock. And this is what kind of fuels your your bias when it comes into what you're picking for your portfolio. And that's what the problem is, too, with social media is because people get so overwhelmed with information. And then, you know, you, it's almost like you have paralysis from overanalysis. That's mm-hmm. a great term that I like to use is yeah. because, you know, you, people start looking into something so much and they're like, oh, I don't know what to do. And then they don't make a change or they don't actually make a purchase or a sell because of that. So, you know, it's good to make sure that you're going just based off data and facts and that you don't have any almost like a preconceived notion about what you want to hear. Right. And, and so as we do that, we'll go back to the beginning, basically, and, and talk about uh, strategies and, and philosophy. And really, that's the beauty of what you do at Retirement Wealth is you create plans that are individualized for every person. There is, I mean, there are no two plans the same, Joseph, right? I mean, how, I mean you've done probably hundreds of plans at this point, And yeah, none of the, if you laid them all side by side, they'd all be different. Exactly. And that's the main thing is that and that's why you can never getting back to comparing. That's why you can never compare your portfolio to somebody else's either is because you have so many different goals than that person does. The amounts that you're starting with are different. More than likely your age is different. Um, And, you know, how many kids you have. There's I I can list on and on about all the different variables that are going on in your specific plan that make your strategy, that make your portfolio different and how you're going to handle the market different. But the main point being is that everybody should have one of these. And if you are working with an advisor and you don't have a philosophy, if you don't have a plan, if you don't have any type of strategy in place, please get a second opinion, whether it's with us or whether it's with somebody else, just to make sure that you still are on track to having a successful retirement. 800-779-1942. Yeah, I mean, again, we're kind of going through this like like life is normal, but I mean, it is anything but normal in your part of the world. Right. Yeah. I mean, right now it's it's still recovery time here when it, as, as far as the hurricane goes. But as far as working goes, we really haven't skipped a beat. I mean, we've been yeah. sitting down with, if not more people um, these past couple of weeks than before. Um, so, you know, are you work, seeing, work, work, work. Yeah. Well, are you seeing new clients at this point? Yes, we are. And we're actually seeing an influx of those as well, even after the hurricane. Um, I think people, they don't, you know, the external environment being what it is, they still are want to see a change. I think a lot of people are fed up with, with what's going on in the market and they're not seeing any changes in, in what their advisors providing them. A lot of people don't have plans that are coming in, or if they do, it was written for them years ago. And it's, and it hasn't changed since. Um, it's not, a lot of it is not even achieving their goals and their dreams that they, that they want. It's not even being included in there. And, or infl- yeah. Go ahead. Well, no, and, and to me, it seems like what the reason that folks are coming in, or one of them, obviously, is they need a plan. But two, an event like Hurricane Ian is a trigger, and it it brings a lot of reality, you know, a lot of things that you thought about, and it makes them real. And okay, I need to get my stuff together and <laughs> get ready for this. Yeah, I think it does. I think a lot of people. They're, they're seeing the unexpected right now and they're like, whoa, okay, you know, where's the insurance policy now? And it, it right. makes them really think like, okay, if something happens to me tomorrow, what's going to happen to my family? What's going to happen to the legacy of my wealth that I leave on? And that's what a lot of what we're doing for people is, you know, when it, whether it's estate planning, when it comes to leaving your legacy to people or tax planning, where we want to make sure that your beneficiaries are, are going to be receiving your wealth as, as tax efficient as possible. These are all things that we run down our checklist whenever we're meeting with some, you know, a new client and we're setting up their strategy. And like you said, I think the hurricane really pushed people to say, okay, you know, it's time to get things in order. And I want to make sure that I am on the right track because, you know, we're not promised tomorrow. Right. And uh, so, Joseph, on that note, let's go ahead and wrap things up. Why don't we invite folks to call, come on in and, and just have that conversation. 
Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next 10 callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We will get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next 10 callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000, we'll be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation. Sounds fantastic, Joseph. Do take advantage of this, folks. It's a phone call away, 800-779-1942. You're going to get that comprehensive financial review, and you'll see, yep, this is where I am today. But more importantly, you're going to find that you now have a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be. 800-779-1942. 800-779-1942. Coming up on WealthWorks Radio, we spend most of a lifetime getting ready for retirement. We need to make sure we are as prepared as possible. Let's take a look at four financial gaps that can have a negative impact on all important retirement plans. Welcome back, everybody. This is WealthWorks Radio. I'm consumer advocate Steve Sorrell. Joining me today, Joseph Lanza. Uh, Donna Crone was here in the last segment helping us uh, understand and how to reach various people in the, you know, the throes of the recovery and repair that's going on down there. Eric is uh, otherwise engaged as well. I mean, he's out there doing stuff. Uh, but Joseph's here, and, and we're just going to talk a little bit about you know, investing in retirement. And I, I guess it's never too late to talk about that. Yeah, we're going to get a little bit back to our regularly regularly scheduled broadcast, if you will, sure. um, with it coming out of this hurricane. But yeah, it's time to start talking a little bit more about the investments in retirement um, and a little bit of some do's and don'ts for our listeners out there. Sure. Well, the first do is a philosophy. Do you have a philosophy on, on investing in retirement? You have to. Everybody's is going to be a little bit different, but in order to correctly invest in retirement, you really have to have a philosophy. And a philosophy is can be nothing more than even a game plan or a blueprint. And the way I like to look at it is if you're a war general and you don't have a game plan for the battle you're about to go into, you're probably not going to be a war general for very long. Or if you're a general contractor without a blueprint, you're probably not going to be have a job for very long as well because any job that you have and that you need to complete, you need to have a plan for how you're going to do that. And especially with something like the stock market, how volatile that is. Nobody can guess what's going to go on with, with the stock market. It can It's like you know, a wrench being thrown at you every single week. So you need to have something in place that's going to tell you, okay, if this happens, here's how I'm going to react. That way you're not just reacting based off your emotions. You're actually going according to a plan. And you want to make sure that, that it's a plan that you know is going to work for you, maybe a time-tested plan which we provide for a lot of our clients here. Mm -hmm. One of the other things. So, okay, we've got the basic philosophy down, but that philosophy needs to evolve with us as we get closer to retirement. And that could mean some significant changes in that plan, which is what you're talking about right now. Right, because as we get older, thing, you know, our risk tolerance is going to change. We might need more or less money. How we view the market is all going to change. So that is all tied into your philosophy and how you actually end up being invested. You know, it's like the rule of thumb saying the older you get, the more conservative you should be. Maybe you're setting up different income streams for yourself. Whatever that is, your philosophy has to be able to evolve because the one thing I'll tell you, Steve, is what we see a lot is when people come in with their portfolios, a lot of them, we, we end up telling the people a lot of the same thing. And that's this is an irrelevant portfolio, meaning this worked 10 to 20 years ago. But it's not working today, just like bonds, right? With the current interest rate environment, that's not working. There's a lot of mutual funds out there that are, you know, you have to pay so many, so much fees to get in these mutual funds, and they're just not performing like how they used to, except, but people are still in them. Their advisor still has them in these mutual funds. And it's the same thing like with your philosophy. It's like, this is an outdated philosophy. You need to have it be evolving with the market, just like, you know, interest rates are changing. So your portfolio should be changing with that. Don't be stuck in the same bond funds if you know interest rates are going up. Your bond funds are losing so much money right now. Sure. And it's important that you have that keep evolving because, you know, it's either you evolve or, you know, if you don't evolve with the change, then it's like either adapt or you die. 
Exactly. Well, yeah, or you sink or swim, right? I mean, yeah, folks, I mean, whatever, however you want to call it, right? <laughs> exactly. 800-779-1942. That's the number you can call if you'd like to set, a t- set up a time to come on in and talk about it. So we're, we're talking about some uh, things to do and uh, maybe some things not to do. So here's a not to do. Don't question your plan during volatility. And boy, it's our nature to do that, isn't it? Exactly. I mean, volatility can really make us question everything, right? Mm -hmm. We have to look at history. We have to look at the past and and what the market has done. And we're basing our philosophy off of that. We know that there's three guarantees in the market, right? You know, the market's going to either go up, go sideways or go down. So how can we make sure that you're still achieving success in either of those three markets? And we can build your philosophy around that. And we also want to plan for the volatility that we're having in the market in your plan so that way when this happens it's not so much of a hiccup right it can be an emotional roller coaster for sure um you know it's it is that way for a lot of people whoever you are um but we're still planning for that and making sure that we have the right moving parts in order to take advantage of that or maybe protect your downside risk in the current markets that we're having and again here's another don't for you um ex- don't expect your plan to outperform the market and again i think that's a wish that we all have but it's not something we can count on. Right. So a lot of people will always ask, you know, say, well, what should I compare my my plan to? And it's kind of just like how you are with yourself. If, you, if you're still working a career or or maybe you're on a fitness journey and you're, you're constantly comparing yourself to people. And I think this, this is what I think about what's happened in the last 10 years is social media has made us compare ourselves to so many people that we don't even know. And we don't, you know, we're looking at their fake life that they're putting out on social media. Right. And it's making us so self-conscious about ourselves. But we really should just be comparing ourselves to how we were either six months or or a year ago. Or in this case, you know, when you're looking at your portfolio, compare your, your portfolio's performance to the plan. How did you plan for your portfolio to perform? And if you didn't have a set number in the plan, then you really didn't have the correct philosophy because you should be planning for an expected rate of return. You should know what indexes that you could compare to, right? I mean, if you're if you have no stocks in your portfolio that are in the NASDAQ and you're mad that the NASDAQ beat you, does that really make sense, right? It's like, you're not, why are you comparing yourself to the NASDAQ and none of your portfolio is even invested in it? Right. So you, you, know, you want to make sure that you're comparing apples to apples with this. But the main thing I want to let people know too is never compare your performance to your brother's performance, your neighbor's performance, or who you see on TV, what, what their one stock pick did, right? Yeah, right? Because whatever people are vocally telling you what their performance is, most of the time, they're not going to share their losers. It's just like social media, right? Everybody shows the good side of their life, and nobody shows all the bad days that they have. And again, that's that really makes a lot of sense, Joseph. And one of the other things uh, we want to do is keep your biases in check. Now, that's important because I think a lot of us end up with a particular stock, say that maybe it's company stock, and we're very attached right. to it. There's an emotional attachment. Mm-hmm. and we can sometimes really lose big just because of that emotion. And we got to keep that in, like you said, keep it in check. Yeah, a lot of times we see that people, even their their parents may have owned a certain company and mm-hmm. they want to have a part of that. But that company has not really grown with the times. They're not really evolving, right? So we want to make sure that we're not letting that get in the way of what our performance is actually doing. Um, and you also want to, you know, when it comes to news and, and things that you're trying to find out about the stock market, you can twist and turn news to hear whatever you want, especially with how much news is coming out nowadays, right? I mean, you can find an article about why Apple is a horrible stock, and you can also find the same article about why Apple is a great stock. And this is what kind of fuels your your bias when it comes into what you're picking for your portfolio. And that's what the problem is, too, with social media is because people get so overwhelmed with information. And then, you know, you it's almost like you have paralysis from over-analysis. That's mm-hmm. a great term that I like to use is yeah. because, you know, you, people start looking into something so much and they're like, oh, I don't know what to do. And then they don't make a change or they don't actually make a purchase or a sell because of that. So, you know, it's good to make sure that you're going just based off data and facts and that you don't have any almost like a preconceived notion about what you want to hear. Right. And, and so as we do that, we'll go back to the beginning, basically, and, and talk about uh, strategies and, and philosophy. And really, that's the beauty of what you do at Retirement Wealth is you create plans that are individualized for every person. There is, I mean, there are no two plans the same, Joseph, right? I mean, how, I mean you've done probably hundreds of plans at this point, And yeah, none of the, if you laid them all side by side, that'd all be different. 
Exactly. And that's the main thing is that, and that's why you can never, getting back to comparing, that's why you can never compare your portfolio to somebody else's either is because sure. you have so many different goals than that person does. The amounts that you're starting with are different. More than likely your age is different. Um, and you know, how many kids you have, there's, I can, I can list on and on about all the different variables that are going on in your specific plan that make your strategy, that make your portfolio different and how you're going to handle the market different. But the main point being is that everybody should have one of these. And if you are working with an advisor and you don't have a philosophy, if you don't have a plan, if you don't have any type of strategy in place, please get a second opinion, whether it's with us or whether it's with somebody else, just to make sure that you still are on track to having a successful retirement. 800-779-1942. Yeah, I mean, again, we're kind of going through this like like life is normal, but I mean, it is anything but normal in your part of the world. Right. Yeah. I mean, right now it's it's still recovery time here when it, as, as far as the hurricane goes. But as far as working goes, we really haven't skipped a beat. I mean, we've been yeah. sitting down with, if not more people um, these past couple of weeks than before. Um, so, you know, are you work, seeing, work, work, work. Yeah. Well, are you seeing new clients at this point? Yes, we are. And we're actually seeing an influx of those as well, even after the hurricane. Um, I think people, they don't, you know, the external environment being what it is, they still are want to see a change. I think a lot of people are fed up with, with what's going on in the market and they're not seeing any changes in, in what their advisors providing them. A lot of people don't have plans that are coming in, or if they do, it was written for them years ago and it's, and it hasn't changed since. Um, it's not, a lot of it is not even achieving their goals and their dreams that they, that they want. It's not even being included in there. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, no, and to me, it seems like what the reason that folks are coming in, or one of them, obviously, is they need a plan. But two, an event like Hurricane Ian is a trigger, and it it brings a lot of reality, you know, a lot of things that you thought about, and it makes them real. And okay, I need to get my stuff together and <laughs> get ready for this. Yeah, I think it does. I think a lot of people. They're, they're seeing the unexpected right now and they're like, whoa, okay, you know, where's the insurance policy now? And it, it right. makes them really think like, okay, if something happens to me tomorrow, what's going to happen to my family? What's going to happen to the legacy of my wealth that I leave on? And that's what a lot of what we're doing for people is, you know, whether it's estate planning when it comes to leaving your legacy to people or tax planning where we want to make sure that your beneficiaries are, are going to be receiving your wealth as, as tax efficient as possible. These are all things that we run down our checklist whenever we're meeting with some, you know, a new client and we're setting up their strategy. And like you said, I think the hurricane really pushed people to say, okay, you know, it's time to get things in order and I want to make sure that I am on the right track because, you know, we're not promised tomorrow. Right. And uh, so, Joseph, on that note, let's go ahead and wrap things up. Why don't we invite folks to call, come on in and, and just have that conversation. Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next 10 callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We will get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next 10 callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000, we'll be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation. Sounds fantastic, Joseph. Do take advantage of this, folks. It's a phone call away, 800-779-1942. You're going to get that comprehensive financial review, and you'll see, yep, this is where I am today. But more importantly, you're going to find that you now have a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be. 800-779-1942. 800 779 1942. Coming up on WealthWorks Radio, we spend most of a lifetime getting ready for retirement. We need to make sure we are as prepared as possible. Let's take a look at four financial gaps that can have a negative impact on all important retirement plans. We're back on WealthWorks Radio. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Joseph Lanz is here. Joseph, of course, is, uh, well, you are a key member of the team at uh, Retirement Wealth. Eric Carney, who is always, almost always here, isn't here today. Again, he's off doing things and and, uh, taking care of business. Um, But it's always a pleasure to talk with you, Joseph. And I like what we're going to get into here. We talk about 
uh, some financial gaps. And this first one is one that I, I know that you are particularly interested in, as am I, and that's mm-hmm. that financial knowledge gap. Yeah, I mean, a, a lot of people, I love the saying, you don't know what you don't know. And that's because we see that all the time. People are entrusting financial professionals in order to take over their money, whether that's managing it or building them a plan, and they're just going with the flow. And they don't really, they don't know what they don't know. They don't know what they're co- comparing that to, how well of a job they're doing or not. Maybe they made some good money because we had a 12-year bull market, but now they're starting to see a lot of the true colors. And um, I put an emphasis on financial professionals as well because a lot of them may, you know, are, are on paper financial professionals, but then when they come in and we see some of our prospective clients' portfolios and what these um, professionals are doing for them, it's, it's kind of sad. Um, and that's because they're not really you know, investing for their future, their goals. They're just doing what their managers or people above them are telling them to invest in. And it surprises me why those people can still be called fiduciaries at the end of the day, um, because a fiduciary is somebody that looks out for their client's best interest. And when before a client even walks through the door, if you know what you're investing them in, how is that really being a fiduciary, right? Exactly. You have no, you have no idea who that client is or what they need, and you already, you already know what you're investing them in. It's kind of sickening, but um, anyway, as far as the financial knowledge gap goes, you know, this is part of the reason why we do this show every week. It's part of the reason why we have our TV show airing. It's because we are wanting to educate clients first. We just want to educate clients about how they're currently invested, how they, you know, maybe should be invested. What would a, an income plan look like for them? What does their current retirement look like if they stay on the same track? What could we do to change that? It's all about educating the client first rather than just being an asset gatherer and managing money. Because the more a client understands about their portfolio and how, what we're doing for them, the more comfortable we are as well. We all want to be on the same page. And you know, I've had people tell me before in our first meeting, you show me more in this report in 45 minutes than my advisor of two years has ever gone over with me. And it blows my mind because it really, I mean, if you're in this industry, you should be passionate about what you're doing. And, you know, you should be able to go, you should feel good about going over these things with your clients and helping them understand what they're invested in, why they're invested in it. And we're just not seeing that more and more in this industry. Well, and uh, but then that's to your credit. Uh, you know, you are a fiduciary firm, and I know uh, you're, you're as passionate as Eric is about this. And, you know, the education piece of the puzzle is so important. And again, it's not something that we get taught in school. Right. And that's another thing. I mean, I went to... I went to school down here in Florida and it was, I think I had one class where one teacher showed me how to manage a checkbook, which I don't think people even have checkbooks. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't, I don't think, think, I don't do. think a lot of people, you really use checkbooks anymore with online banking. So I'm not too sure how great of a, of a class that was, <laughs> but you know, and I, I was able to take an accounting class as, as an elective, but there's no, you know, which showed me how to balance debits and credits, right? It's, sure. <laughs> it's there, there was nothing about personal finance. There was nothing about, you know, saving for retirement, what a 401k is, you know, why you should invest in a Roth. None of that was going was going on in high school or our core education, and still to this day, that that really does surprise me. And that's why we also are opening up a lot of our educational workshops. Um, I believe there's one starting in, in December, and there uh, in 2023 we are going to have more of those available. Oh, great! Um, because now we're kind of fully out of the the COVID. Um, era, if you will, and so I think we're you know we wanted to make sure that we would have a show out of people, and we, we really liked doing those in the past, so we're looking forward to that. Oh yeah, I'm glad to hear you, you're getting back into it. Uh, it. The Foundation for Retirement is that what it is? That's yeah, what exactly. Called? So the and so it's, it's sponsored by the Southwest Florida Education Network. That's it, Steve. So we'll be getting back to that. We got a lot of new revived things, a lot of new things going on with with taxes, a lot of new proposals. Um, but it really just lays the groundwork for people who kind of have, who feel lost, who feel like they're not sure what direction they're going in and they feel overwhelmed whenever they try to get into this. It's, it's, it's exactly the thing for you because we try to break this down in the most simplest way possible because it really is, it's not as complex as many people make it out to be. The finan- I always joke around and say the financial industry makes things a lot, you know, they put big words on things and try to make them a lot more difficult than they need to be. Yeah. And I think a lot of people start to understand that. It's like, oh, I didn't, you know, standard deviation is just a big word for volatility. It's like, yeah, and there's, you know, there's a lot more where that came from. It's, sure. So uh, I, we really like doing those and, and those will be making a comeback. Eight hundred seven seven nine one nine four two is the phone number, folks. And I'm guessing you're going to post that information on your website? 
Yep. Once we have those dates finalized, we will post that on right. there um, for all the local people in the Southwest Florida area to see. And that is ericcarneyadvisor.com. That's E-R-I-C-K-E-A-R-N-E-Y advisor.com. All right. Let's uh, let's jump here a little bit. We've uh, you, you talk about Morningstar and the Morningstar reports, and they've been around forever, it seems. Right. They're based in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And uh, Christine Benz is the uh, director of personal finance at Morningstar, and she's been in that position for quite a long time. She's had some observations over the years, and, and so I found this article that just kind of outlines what what her highlights are and what she thinks people need to be thinking about, um, because I think we should. Uh, she talks about um, the capital preservation is the key to building wealth. I like that. Yeah, I think, I mean, capital preservation really is the, it, the it's a part of it. As you get older and older, into your retirement, it has to be a big part of your strategy. So, you know, taking some money off the table for when you're investing because you can't lose as much as you as much as you may have twenty years ago or thirty years ago. So, you know, whenever you see big profits in your account, you can have a strategy where you're able to pull some profits off the table, invest them a different way. Um, and like I said, as you get older, it has to be a bigger part of your strategy because you can't be taking the same swings that you were when you were, you know, even in your 50s or 60s when you're in your 70s or 80s. Sure. Um, so you got to plan for those. And this all just ties back to having that philosophy in the first place. If you don't have that philosophy, then more than likely the plan is going to crumble when we're, you know, dipping our toe into waters like we are where a bond fund is down 18% year to date in, in 2022. Yeah. Sure. And uh, another observation from uh, Christine Benz, for the future, she says, it's worthwhile considering annuities. They're not right for everybody. I understand that. But if they are right for you, you can help us. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we've said it on the show before, but for those who haven't heard the saying, it's like annuities don't make you rich. They'll keep you rich. And it's the same thing with capital preservation. A lot of annuities can can do a great job of making sure that your capital is preserved. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it goes into that same thing. You're pulling profits off the table and you're putting them. A lot of annuities have different types of of offers that they can do, whether you need income from it, whether you just want it simply to be growth, how long you're waiting until you take income from that. Um, But Whenever you're talking about the financial industry, if you come across a tool, let's say, or or a um, you know a definition of something, it's if you if everybody if you just try to put a bad rap on all of them, it always makes me a little suspicious, right? It's mm-hmm. like, well, not all of them are bad. It's just you know, it's kind of like one bad apple doesn't make the whole whole tree bad. It's like, yes, there are bad annuities, but there's also works for a lot of people. It just you know, at the end of the day. It ends up being, what do you need? What is your best interest? And it could for sure work for you. One of the things that we've talked about often on this show is, you know, getting ready for retirement. And as uh, as she says, the timing is everything. And that, that's so true. Timing meaning that it's better to start sooner than later. I mean, if you're if you're in your 50s, now's the time, right? I mean, well, I mean, it's it's like the saying, whatever you know, one good investment choice can never make up for ten years of, of investing. Yes, exactly. Because you know, you could have ten years of, of investing in just a, a sole index, and you know, w- trying to return that in, in even five years can be extremely difficult. Because time in the market will always beat timing the market, and you know, a lot of times people try to make up for for lost time or. They're planning unrealistically. They're, they're saying, you know, well, I could just save, you know, half my whole income and I'll get to that point. You got to be realistic with yourself. Um, and that may even result in having to work a couple extra years. But, you know, if you haven't started saving for retirement and you're listening to the show, please start saving. Please get yourself on a, on a track or a plan that will have you able to be able to use time on your side um, for your retirement and for that compound interest. Well, that's what it gets down to in, in terms of making helping your money grow. And that's where you guys really excel. So if again, if you've been if you have saved money and you haven't put a plan together yet, then you don't have a plan. Exactly. I mean, there's if there's no plan in place, where are you going? Um, you know, whether it's you don't know how much that you're actually putting away each year, whether it's you don't know how much that you're going to start needing to pull out in retirement, or, you know, maybe it's you don't know exactly what age you're going to really want to retire at yet. Um, these are all things that get factored into whether you're getting an income plan or a financial plan. And they're all extremely important things because you want to make sure that you're when you when you say you want to retire, you want to make sure that that whatever age you choose and when you give your you know your boss your two weeks or you say this is going to be my last day, we want to you know guarantee 
not guarantee for you. We want to make sure that 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 is your last day for sure. Sure. You don't want to have to go back to work to the same thing. I mean, if you want to go to work, make it your choice. Don't make it a necessity. Exactly right. We want to make sure that you're all the way over the fence, not on the fence about, "Eh, I might be okay, I might not. Just give them a shove, right? That's what we need. We need that shove from you, and I mean that in the nicest way, to get us on that right track to retirement. Exactly, Steve. Well, Joseph, let's go ahead and uh, invite folks to call and uh, come on up. You've still got some spots on the calendar available. Let's fill them up. Sounds good, Steve. Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next 10 callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We will get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next 10 callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan interview that is valued at over $1,000 will be given to you complimentary with no obligation. Sounds fantastic. Folks, take advantage of what Joseph's offering here. There's no cost. There's no obligation. You just get to come on in, sit down, and, and begin to put together that very complicated financial roadmap. They understand. Joseph understands. The team at Retirement Wealth understands. Taking complex things that are in the financial world and making them easy to understand really is a chance for you to get a true practical financial review. So if you're listening, simply give us a call. 800-779-1942. You heard Joseph. The next 10 callers are going to receive that comprehensive financial review. You'll see where you are today, but more importantly, it becomes a roadmap that can help get you to where you you need to be. 800-779-1942, 800-779-1942. Next up on WealthWorks Radio, the questions from listeners just t- keep coming in and we love it. Answers from us next. We'll be right back. Eric Carney is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors Incorporated, an SEC registered investment advisor. Retirement Wealth, Retirement Wealth Advisors, and this station are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by RWA. Insurance licensed in the state of Florida, insurance license number P138852. Registered investment advisors and investment advisor representatives act as fiduciaries for all our investment management clients. We have an obligation to act in the best interests of our clients and make full disclosures of any conflict of interest, if any exists. Please refer to our firm brochure, the ADV2A, page 4, for additional information. WealthGuard is a complete portfolio monitoring system. Designed by determining the amount of downside risk a client is willing to tolerate, WealthGuard is added to a client's account to protect them from the downside risk. WealthGuard is not a stop-loss strategy. When the account value in the portfolio hits the targeted value, an alert is sent to the client, advisor, and money manager. There is no guarantee the exact WealthGuard value will be captured or assets will be traded or liquidated the same day due to time of day or market restrictions. 